Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. You're listening to Achtung Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham, except no South Welcome, dear listeners. Welcome back to the Den. Just 72 hours on from the excellent home win against West Bromwich Albion last Saturday. Welcome to a very sparsely populated uh, stadium tonight. I came over from the inside southwards. Um, the Blackwall Tunnel going north is closed. Apparently there's traffic chaos. I saw a touch of that as I came out of the tunnel. Chuck a block in all directions. I think a fair few may have decided to do a U-turn and go home. I don't blame them one little bit because uh, it looked pretty, pretty difficult traffic out there. So um, a few thousand in the, in the stadium and I'm, I'm going to guess your middle team tonight looks to be unchanged. But in goal, back line, Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper, Sean Hutchinson. On the left side, we have uh, Scott Malone, Danny Mack on the right side, the old midfield to Michael Keaton, Belt played very well sadly, Billy Mitchell. Um, and the front three, Mason Bennett, Bennett Gafobi and Ollie Burke. The whole team, I thought, did well, even Bennett Gafobi on last Saturday, who, as we've said in our previous show, uh, had a bit of a mare, but then bore away that excellent chance to, to seal the win late in the second half. So uh, it's going to be an interesting night. Preston are another mid-table, going-nowhere kind of side, um, same as Millwall have become. The transfer deadline day, I don't know what you did to um, celebrate it. Very little action. Um, a late, late, late loan signing of... Uh, Luke Freeman. All I've, got, all I've written down is Freeman. I couldn't remember his first name, listeners. Luke Freeman, who came here on loan. Um, papers got in last night, and it was actually announced tonight, at 6 o'clock tonight, officially, on the club website. We've got him on loan till the end of the season. An attacking midfielder, by all accounts. Just looking at his biography from Wikipedia. Ex-Stevenage won the Football League trophy with them. QPR um, joining Sheffield United for a club record fee. Don't know how much that is. He's spent this season on loan at Nottingham Forest with minimal, minimal game time. The game has kicked off. Millwall will be attacking the away end in the first half in accordance with the edicts of the Sinkports. Big shout out to the Mill Supporters Club. Sinkports branch. Who knew that we have fans in the historic naval producing towns of Kent and East Sussex. Not that cold tonight. I've come dressed for the uh, the Antarctic like Polar Preet, who just made it um, single-handed. 
to the South Pole, gone dressed like that brave lady did. And I'm feeling a bit hot and sweaty, to be quite honest. Having walked down from the parking spot down Hilton Road and then done the the, uh, the stairs up to my seat in Birdshit Corner. So in the end, the Jed Wallace saga finished without a crescendo. No deal could be agreed. Apparently Forrest were back in for him, but the price was not right. Talk of Mill looking for nine million, which um, nixed, nixed the deal. Um, I don't have a problem with the club asking for it. All breaks in midway for our own half there. Press and go backwards with it, thankfully. Um, I don't have a problem with the club trying to exploit the value of one of our prized assets. We, you can talk about the, um, the business sense of letting him go for nothing. He's a free agent at the end of the season, so we'll go for no fee. Um, I think I said it in the last show. I'm going to say it again. However, some might laugh out there, given one or two of the recent performances up till Saturday. I think Gary Rowe still hasn't written the season off and uh, Jed Wallace is on the bench tonight, not starting, he's on the bench and he's clearly still our best player. So maybe there's a chance of a, of a run in Gary Rowett's mind. Some might call it a fevered imagination, but hey, let every man have his dreams. That sounds like a song, like a Shirley Bassey song, I don't think it is. We should say goodbye to Ben Thompson, um, who was released, you know, contract terminated by mutual consent yesterday on the few deals that did take place from a Mill perspective. Uh, joined Gillingham, joined ex-Mill manager Neil Harris down there at the Priestfield Stadium in, in the Medway Towns. Um, all just running through to Barbie Olkowskino, who's going to be retained by the Mill defence. So yeah, it, uh, Ben assigned a deal to take him to the end of this season at Gillingham. In the end, Portsmouth, who was like the widely fancied um, candidates for his signature, didn't come in. And he's gone down the M2 to Gillingham. Good luck to him. Real Mill servant, um, a mainstay of our promotion winning side in 2016-17, the playoff winning side. And also played a crucial role in, in the um, relegation um, dogfight we got involved in. Was that 2018? I can't remember the seasons, dear listener. Um, a Mill boy, a Mill Mill fan, a Mill family, and um, he needs game time. He wasn't getting game time here. I think we all know the reasons why. Um, and good luck to him at, at um, Priestfield Stadium. A lot of comment online about the um, quietness of Mill's transfer business. Um, we have been in for people, um, Gary Rowett tells us, I've no reason to disbelieve him. Like the Prime Minister, he doesn't, doesn't lie. Um, we've had three or four bids rejected, he said, on one of the, uh, it might have been News at Den. Neil Harris taking a job at Gillingham, as, um, just as an aside, I mean, obviously he's been gone from here for a few years now. <coughs> remains a Millwall icon and always will do, no matter what club he manages from here onwards. A few comments that that was um, a step down for him. During him deep, deep, deep in relegation problems in, in uh, League, League One. Well, there might not be many in here, but they're certainly able, capable of making a noise. This is a ball down the left channel. It's a poor ball from Murray Wallace in truth. Straight into the midfielder. 
Keith Dunbelt, again, involved in midfield. He played well last Saturday. He's doing well so far. People arriving closely. I think that is down to the traffic, listeners. I think that there will be people arriving through the game, to be quite honest, looking at the solid wall of metal that I came past coming out of Rubberhive. In it comes from the left, it's a deep one, deep one, that's headed clear and there, no challenge from the Preston player there. All the way back to the two on the halfway, it's point to touch. 24 minutes, dear listeners. Nothing hugely exhilarating to talk about really so far. Which puts the onus on me as a podcaster to deliver you entertainment, that's the deal. That's the proposition. You tune into this show to be entertained. Oh, God, that was a wild pass, but we do keep possession to Murray Wallace on the left side. So that's the feeling at the moment of a friendly match. No great um, fire in the belly on, on either side, in truth. 25 minutes. Left side of corner, in it comes from, from Malone. It's a deep one. It's Shot from distance from Keith uh, Boat takes a deflection. Wide, as you can tell from the, uh, the crowd reaction there. So there's been another left-sided corner. A good effort from Michael Keith on the volley. And ball falls from Preston. They do find a player in space. That's on the edge of the D. Shot as a bobbling shot down, barked down very nice indeed from the uh, 19, I think that was. Nice take by Bill Costigan on 32 minutes. The, that's their first real shot on target of the half. We were getting squeezed for space in midfield, even with my limited tactical knowledge I can see that, listeners. Which makes me think that we're going to see the return of the prodigal son sooner rather than later, Jed Wallace. Because at the moment we're struggling to show any invention. There's a ball forward, as I'm saying, that was taken by Danny Mack. Goalkeeper down brave at his feet as he ran into the penalty area. 37 minutes, dear listeners. The drifty feeling about the game now. Exacerbated by... What's this? Let's come over to the bench for something. Talking to the benches. Referee having a word with both benches. Nine drawings from Boo. I didn't see the incident, listeners, so ball breaks edge of the penalty area for Preston. The 18 has a dip from, from a long way out and it loops high over the bar. I don't know what went on there. I feel like it comes. It, Dane Medner averages um, relation match, is it? He lives in the, the home for the bewildered. 40 minutes, balling from the left side from Preston, aimless, that's hoofed there by Jake Cooper. Very scruffy game, this. <laughs> I'm trying to think of um, the best description I can give it. It's, it's been a very, very scruffy game. Trying out for a moment of something just to um, kill the gloom. 41 minutes. Maybe they'll play Leonard Skinner at half-time or something. 
Barbell cross just from the goal kick, just put the ball straight into touch. Which kind of sums up the quality we've seen really across the whole half on both sides. I mean, I'm not slagging our team off. And just a comment on the quality of what we've watched here tonight so far. Anyway, 42 and a half minutes. Mills balls over the top have been poorly delivered and straight into a white shirt each time. E.g. what I've just watched there, 43 minutes on the clock. Here's a chance now, Billy Mitchell bringing it through the centre circle. He finds Keithton Belt, runs out of space. Oh, it's Ched Evans, number nine, isn't it? Of course, it's dawned, dawned on me um, who um, the number nine is, keeps drawing the booing. The long balls down the channels have not been effective. Um, every time tonight we've tried that, it's been straight to a white shirt. And what has been, in truth, a rather tedious half of football, um, the tactics at the moment aren't working, so I can only expect to see Jed Wallace, possibly Tyler Bury, I don't know. But someone that can take the ball, run with it, and produce something creative. There is half time, nil nil. Very little to report beyond what I've said. We'll be back after these messages. Achtung, Mehlball. Come on, you lions. Lions coming out on the pitch for the second half, dear listeners. We're all desperately hoping for some creativity, some ball control, someone to uh, save us, some brave Apollo. Um, Jed was warming up at half time in the uh, the circle of uh, you know the circle of passing, not the circle of death, the first circle of passing. So um, we may see him. I, I can't believe we won't see him at some point in the second half. Don't know if there's been any changes at half time as Preston enter the stadium. Preston going to be attacking the away end. Lions will be kicking towards the Colblow Lane end in the second half in accordance with the edicts, treaties, scrolls, and ancient papers relating to the sink ports, which always included the direction of Mill kicking off a second half in their triatizes. Quality of our balls tonight, our passing have um, just been slightly off. We look quite good on Saturday, but tonight maybe it's a touch of the uh, after the Lord Mayor's show a little bit. Ball into Benedictine. The quality of some of our passing has just been behind the player at times and not on the money. That ball falls to Michael Keefton about midfield. He's trying to find Burke just inside him, but. It, Great tackle back, great tackle back. That will endear him no end if he wasn't endeared already. Ollie Burke. Preston Boot took it away from him, but he tracked track back and um, falls to throw him. 53rd minute of the game. It's a poor game still, listeners. So it's now what, 56 minutes. Long ball for Burke to chase it down. He does chase it. Well run there. Does well to keep the ball. Really, really good effort there by Ollie Burke. Drawing the applause. Crowd like to see that. Keeping possession for the Lions. This is now um, Mitchell. Finds Mason Bennett. Bob from the centre. That's a shot from distance. It's over the bar, but it was, it was a decent effort. And that was all down to that persistence 
and uh, tenacity shown by Ollie Burke there. I, I, I think that they've been proud of taking to him already. Couple of comments from Twitter. E, E4 Woody, shout out to E4 Woody, who says anyone who turned around in the traffic and went home has had a result. It looks like there's a substitution going on here. This is uh, Malone coming out. Tyler Bury coming in. Mahoney coming in, sorry. <laughs> Colin Mahoney coming in, not Tyler Bury. Burke coming out. Jed Wallace coming in. And cheers in the den. No fixture this Saturday, of course, listeners. The FA Cup has um, contrived to take away our Saturday fixture, so we have a free weekend this week. Uh, next game, I think, is Fulham next, uh, is it Tuesday or Wednesday next week? The away game is just sold out now. Ball in from the right side. Bouncing around the middle. Let's give a penalty. What's he give a penalty for? A yellow card. Apparently for Preston. I can't tell you what I saw. There was nothing. I saw nothing there. Holding, handball. Sixty-third minute penalty. No, it's going to be the number number four that takes it. There we go. Is it the post? <laughs> Suddenly the dead erupts. <laughs> Long, long, high, looping, ball back into the mix, it's bouncing around. I think he blasted against the, uh, the, the post. I don't know if Bart got a hand to it, it's, um, his hand was near it, and it's gone onto the post. Lions catch a break. There's Conor Mahoney, forgot he was on the pitch, his feeds to Jed Wallace, overlapping him. That's going to go for a Preston throwing, unfortunately. Sticking towards 70 minutes. Evans departs for the uh, evening's entertainment. We all seem to be um, passing the ball a lot and going backwards with it all evening, in truth, and then the final ball forwards not being up to scratch. 72 minutes. This is a ball forwards from Keithton Bell trying to find Mason Bennett. He controls with his chest but goes tumbling and Preston will bring away. It's not been a great watch, listeners. I mean, 73 minutes. So we've still got 17 to play here and the game is still open there to be taken. There's a ball forwards for Conor Mahoney. He's taken it and it's got away from him. But we do get the ball back. It's Danny Mack now on the right side. What can he do? He gets the ball into the middle. That's into a dangerous zone. It's headed upwards from the defender they do bring away although neither side I suppose the best chance of the game has been the missed penalty other than that Mill haven't really carved much out going forwards no direct chances across the whole game a couple of shots from uh, Bennett I remember one in the first half looped over the over the um, crossbar looks like Tyler Bury that was a cheer so to see Bury possibly coming into the fray Game is crying out for someone with artistry, and that is Tyler Bury. Oh, for 
much done mix up there between Hutchinson and McNamara eventually but it gets through to Bar just and clears it lack of communication what well, we've got is a failure to communicate in truth we've not been good enough all evening in terms of chance creation I can't think of a chance that Mills created I stand to be corrected but I can't think of one as I'm standing here listeners and Preston will be ruining that missed penalty deserved unfortunately 0-0 is a fair reflection of what was a poor game overall neither side really impressing at all um, Preston will obviously regard that missed penalty as their um, wasted moment Lions didn't create any chances going forward so overall um, whoever stayed at home watched it on iFollow uh, or chose not even to do that maybe saw the traffic and went round back home I think they were the, uh, the, uh, the, the best judges of, a, of, a, of the night. So um, there we are. Nil, nil. Preston North End, nil. Achtung, Mehlball. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. After being reluctant to jump on the bandwagon and do a deadline day special pod due to lack of action, it's really, really good to see that we've got a game of great incident and great intrigue to, to talk about on the pod uh, unfortunately not a really 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 drab nil nil with Preston uh, more frustrating because you know we couldn't follow up a good second half performance at least against West Brom and get another three points and, and slowly climb back into the top half of the table 
I think this evening was a, a great example of why Luke Freeman has been brought in at the 11th hour. Um, def desperately a position we need, someone who can get on the ball and just create. There was a real disconnect between you know, the, the, the defence and midfield and, and the attack today. You know, A lot of running in behind, but no quality getting through to them. No one really dropping into the hole to pick a pass or, or create opportunities. Uh, I thought Benick was particularly poor. His, his first touch really let him down on you know three maybe four occasions when he looked in but you know it's, a, it's just one of those frustrating ones that I think a lot of people have described it as a, a mid-table performance from a mid-table side and I think the same can probably be said of Preston as well um you know we'll see how the rest of the season goes see how Luke Freeman does see how Ollie Burke finds his feet still but you know it, it wasn't the best and fair play to everyone who was stuck in traffic and turned around hopefully they they saved their tenor on the eye follow and uh, we're tucked up in bed a lot earlier than I'm going to be tonight. Hi, Nick. It's Matt Richards here, just dialing in after um, that match. God, I don't know what to say, really. It's just, uh, it's just. I mean, the weather didn't turn up. I mean, it was a sparse crowd, but I'll tell you what, they made a good decision not turning up for that because it was just awful, weren't it? I mean, one shot on target, I think, the whole game. Just terrible. I mean, the first half was useless and boring and... Well, well, you know, maybe we have the typical second half like we normally do and come good, but it just didn't get much better. It got a bit more open, but we were all over, all over the place, weren't we? We just couldn't... Oh, yeah, hoofing it up. I mean, the balls were going too long or too short. It's just no supply. And then when it gets to a phobie, his touch was all over the place. I mean, he would have been in twice, but just awful, awful touch. I don't know. It's just really frustrating. I mean... You know, we're not getting any no forwards in the transfer, you know, transfer window. So this is it. We're stuck with a phobia now, aren't we? So if there's if we want to change it, what are we going to do? Yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, and Jed coming on, but I mean, Jed's been out for a while and Mahoney, but it's just it was just um, you know, Preston sat back, but we just again no creativity, like we said many times before, really. Um, maybe Freeman make a difference if he comes in, but um, just really poor and. Bloody hell, I mean, Fulham will be licking their lips, aren't they, really? So, um, yeah, all right, that's enough, really. Come on, you Lions. So, here is my voice note, just back from a game that not many of you decided to go to. Um, and after watching that, I am in the camp that I'd wished I'd joined you. That was just bland. Bland, bland, bland. No attacking direction. No creativity. No lack of effort, I suppose. But a lacking, lacking quality. Um, the way we ended the game ended up with, like, Bury, Wallace, Mahoney on the pitch. But they've got no one to it. We've got no target man. We're crying out for a target man. We're eating diags. We're... You know, as the game gets on, we've got no emergency hit Matt Smith button and we've got no replacement for Matt Smith. We have got playing to feet or playing behind. We've got no one to hit. Um, and we look, you know, we look a little bit lost. Um, they were very unlucky not to go home with all three points. Let's get it right. They had a penalty. They had more opportunities. Bart was the busier of the two goalkeepers. Um, I, I can't remember us making... The Preston goalkeeper make a save, which is damning enough. The attendance speaks enough for what it is. Yes, I know there was traffic problems around the ground, but still, 
it's just so dead, it's so flat, and yeah, I can understand why people are staying away. If you're a member of the board, is that sustainable? Is the football that we are playing sustainable for a for a period of time that is driving people away? The attendance is, don't lie, his football is shit, really. His football is shit, you know. Regardless of the results, the football is not inspiring. And no, we don't have a God-given right to play good football, but, the, the you know... He doesn't set us up to be to use the den in the way that it needs to be used, and he never will. And these are all just repeat themes, as Nick would say. It's a very rowdy performance, um, but they got a point, and they've you know they've got four points from six. But it does feel like we're papering over the cracks because we are a streaky team. We go on streaky runs, but. It just doesn't feel like anything's changed. It's the same as it ever was, as it ever was, as it ever was. And it will continue to be um, so under this manager, I think. And I fear. Um, anyway, at least we've got Saturday off. Roll on to Fulham. We're either get a draw or we're going to get pumped. Anyway, come on, you lines. Achtung, Milbein. Huge thank you to everyone for leaving... The messages on the answer phone, do call us, 0208 to Always welcome your calls. And big welcome now to the show, to one such caller of the past. It's Angelo Miliotto. Welcome to the show, Angelo. Hello, Nick. Thanks for having me on, mate. We, we've just been joking off air, listeners, about how much time we're going to get to talk about the game last night, because it was notable for me, Angelo, the lack of the lack of incident, really, from, from a Millwall perspective, and the lack of penetration. How did you, how did you see it last night, mate? Well, first of all, Nick, um, I, I don't know if you was aware of all the traffic issues last night. Was you aware of yes. that? Yes. Yeah. I saw it. I saw it. I drove past it because coming in from oh, the other really? side of the water. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe that there was um, some car caught fire in one of the tunnels and uh, I, I nearly never made the game. And in a way, I wish I didn't make the game. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I think I had more fun listening to my radio in my car. Uh, to, to, yeah. <laughs> just before kickoff, mate, the Jude, it was just gridlock. I came up from Sidcup, so it right. was uh, it was gridlock, mate. Yeah, um, but yeah, the game, mate. It was um, not really a lot happened, did it? Really, mate. Um, Tough watch, yeah. I thought. Yeah, last night. Was, yeah. Um, I mean, what, one of the things I thought to to just to set us off really was um, I, I actually couldn't argue with the starting eleven. It was unchanged from from Saturday's performance, which was excellent, and. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know how you two. I couldn't really. I was thinking to myself before we started talking, how, what what changes might I have made to that starting eleven? I'm not sure really that I would have made any changes to his starting eleven. So the thing that really struck me, therefore, was the the total contrast between Saturday's performance, which was um, I enjoyed it. And, you know, I came away from the den with with, with that kind of post win buzz. Enjoyed a good game to last night, which is like a totally different side. And I mean, that's that's something that's haunted us for a long time. That lack of been able to carry forward one good performance into into the next. I don't know what the origin of that is, why that should be so. Yeah, mate, I, I literally cannot remember the last time we had one, two, three, four good performances on the trot, you know, or, or two, three results on the trot. You know, I, I don't, I'm not even sure, actually, if we've even had back-to-back wins, wins this season. I'm not even sure. I'd have to check. I can't think of any, but I stand to be corrected. Yeah, um, I, I literally, you know, it's... Um, 
you know, we normally, you know, you see it all over online, you know, we have a good result against a good team and, and then we know we're going to mess it up against, uh, uh, I'm not saying Preston's not a good team, obviously that they're, they're a decent team, but um, it's a team that we should be beating at home, you know. We, we I would think so. Yeah. I mean, they, they came to, as, as the, the expression has it, they came to park the bus last night, which they, they, from their point of view, they did very adequately across the whole game, really, because we never, I can't think of a chance that we created last night, a couple of long, long-range shots, Angelo, but... Yeah, yeah, um, I, I, I sit in the uh, in the car in the in the cold blow lane, and I had a perfect view. I don't know if you remember, but um, um, Kiston Bell had a had a, had a volley. Good from volley. The box. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had the perfect view of that. It was literally just going into the corner, and uh, and and the Preston defenders got his head to it. Uh, it would have been some goal, to be fair. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I think Bennett had a couple of chance, a couple of shots. Um, obviously, a phobie had two awful touches when, when yeah. a, a, couple of, a couple of better touches, he's got a shot on goal. Um, yeah. which is so frustrating. I mean, I'd say that was largely a continuation from his performance on Saturdays. I thought we had a bit of a mare for the most part on Saturday, apart from obviously the, the winner, which are the, yeah. the, the, the decisive goal, shall we call it? Um, yeah. which he took very, very well, very cool finish. Um, which is the nature of the striker, I suppose. You, you know, you're, you're judged on the one chance you do take rather than the others that you miss. But last night, no, his his first touch um, was was wayward. Um, I, I I just thought we, we just really struggled to take the ball into their half, Angelo, and, and know what to do with it when we got there. It was, it was just basic stuff, really. Yeah, it, it, it was like a stalemate last night. You know, it, um, it, we just it, it it's so frustrating, and and you know what. One of the reasons that I believe that we, we've tried to bring this Luke Freeman in, Nick, is apparently this guy can unlock a few doors because literally in our midfield, you know, I love Billy Mitchell, but I just feel that sometimes it's just sideways a little bit too much. You know, instead of there was a couple of there was a couple of instances last night. I was chatting to my son where a phobie's made a run. And Billy's got the ball, and Billy can literally just, you know, put the ball through to a phobe, and but he de- doesn't see it or decides to go sideways. No. Um, and, and uh, you know, even the crowd were, were, you know, especially in the second half, you could it was almost like they were going to start singing attack, attack, attack because you know, you just need, <laughs> need to find that 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 forward flow, um, apart, you know, as, as opposed to this sideways, uh. Um, this sideways action all the time. Yeah, I mean, I, Billy. I, I mean, I, in my walking away from the den, I, I posted my posted. It was quite hard to come up post match thoughts as you're walking away from a fairly numbing evening, one way or the other. But I thought he, he work rate wise, I, I made him one of my men of the match because he, he kept going and kept trying. But I, at the same time, I think someone Mark, Mark Ridders pulled me up on on the same point. You've just made the mm. the lack of. Um, what should we call it? Dynamism going forwards, and I think that yeah. is probably the criticism of him. And I'll probably say the same with Keithton Bell last night because I mean I, I, I've enjoyed his last couple of performances, but again, a couple of shots on goal, and maybe he was unlucky with that, that, that volley that you mentioned. But yeah. um, we, we do lack, we do just lack that um, dynamic kind of approach going forwards. The thing that really struck me, I was I was thinking how to how to try and approach last night's game. So there is so little in it, listeners, that um, <laughs> it's quite hard to come up with a blank sheet of paper, Angela, isn't it? But yeah. um, I mean, Gary Rowett is, I think, as an overall project, if there's if there's a plan, I think his plan is to change the way that we play football um, away from and some of the, the business we've done in in in, um, in the transfer uh, window. It's taken us away from what I call Harris ball, you know, that kind of big man up front, Matt Smith. Yeah. 
um and a, and a change away from that kind of um i don't know up and under style perhaps I, I, that might be doing it a disservice so we're we're, we're now what two is in his third year of, of being in charge and we're kind of still feeling like a, a work in progress in many respects do you know, do you know what it is nick here i'm not i'm not a, a row it out guy i'm not yeah but yeah. the guy does frustrate me you know because you know <laughs> he, he talks a fantastic game yeah um, you, you know, you, you hear all these lovely things coming out of his mouth, and and and, and I think he wants to succeed. And and you know, he, he, you can tell he's a grafter. You know, he travels down from Derby. His wife and his family still live, still live up in the Midlands. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, so you know, I, I do believe the guy does want it, but he just frustrates the hell out of me. You know, you know, sometimes I'm sitting here with my son, and, and I we really have to watch this crap, you know? And, and then, But then you get a performance like West Brom on, on, on second half on, on Saturday. It was fantastic. You know, I thought that was a great, great game. I was a bit worried about that game because, you know, they're, they was out of form, we're out of form. Um, but, yeah, you know, he, he started, you know, I've, I've noticed Gary Rout as well. We started to say lately in the press, we're going to go for the more athletic type of player. Um, yeah. You know, we're going to go for the younger player. And listen, that's music to my ears, mate. You know, I always say to my son, you know, these days uh, in the championship, you need fast athletic players, mate, you know. And we just don't seem to have any players with pace, really, do we, mate? You know, we've got Jed. No. Um, I really uh, like the look of Ollie, Ollie Burke, Angelo, oh, I mean, yeah. for that reason. For that reason. I think he's got yeah. pace. And I think he's got some hunger to him, which is is, is really uh, lovely to see because that's what we want to yeah. see sat on the in the in the seats. So I've enjoyed what we've seen of him so far. I think there's a lot more to come. I've been, I've enjoyed actually Mason Bennett last couple of games. I think yeah. sometimes um, you know what what he lacks in finesse, he, he makes up for in, in just sheer effort, and I, I've enjoyed that. Um, you do get a sense that there's the, the jigsaw pieces are are there. They're just not quite fitting together at times. Hmm. At the moment, I, I think my main criticism, interested to know what you think, but and I think you might have touched on it, but my main criticism of Gary Rower, uh, some fairly random decisions. I mean, we see we saw Conor Mahoney last night. I thought, look, well, he's not match, match um, sharp, but I thought he looked pretty woeful when he came in. Um, he didn't really add what I expected Conor to, to, to bring to the to the party last night. Do, do, do you know what, Nick? Conor Mahoney, again, he, he's one of these frustrating players. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember the game? Uh, I think it was New Year's Day a couple of years ago against Luton. Yeah. He had this unbelievable performance. Masterclass. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, so you know, he's put he's put that ball on he's put that ball on Matt Smith's head from 40 yards. Um, he's then done that goal where he sat a couple of players down and then built it into the corner. Yeah, and like you know, that's what this guy is capable of, but we just don't see it enough, do we? It's Millwall in a nutshell. We, it, it, we it's not turned on often enough because there's clearly, I, th I think you know we, there were clearly some good players in that squad, and I include Benikafobe, but for some reason it's not clicking at the moment. I don't know why that is. Um, you know, you read all sorts of things online, which I'm not gonna speculate on personality clashes and all sorts of things like that and unhappiness who knows they're professional footballers and they've got to you got you know we in, in working life angelo we we often work with people who may not necessarily love to death we we have to get on with it don't you and you've got to make a go of it so i don't yeah. i don't buy into all that um but that lack the lack of consistency has haunted us largely speaking since since the the covid um Great career, you know, since COVID struck and then we made the comeback. It's it's not really ever, never really got going somehow as 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 a as a as a as a, as a thing, is it, uh, Gary Rowe's no. management? 
No, it hasn't. You know, I, I think looking back, I think the most successful run we had was that that time with Harris when we went seventeen games undefeated or something, and we was on the on the cusp of getting yeah. into the uh, into the playoffs. Um, but yeah, under Rowett's leadership, it, it there's always been a lot of inconsistency. You know, the one thing about Rowett, Nick, yeah, is you know I've heard a lot of people say it: we're never going to get relegated under this manager. You know? Don't think so. No, don't think so. Yeah. No, I don't think so, mate. Um, but are we going to get to the playoffs under this manager? That's the big question, you know. I mean, he, um, he makes a he makes a good point, and it's a hard point in many respects for Millwall supporters to hear because I think he, in one of the interviews, can't remember who did it. He makes the point that good players cost a lot of money, and the players that we probably need to play this style, Angelo, are going to be costing prices that we, you know, we can't go to. I think we've seen in the transfer window that we've made bids for players, um, various names, speculation. And unless you're putting the kind of money on the table that's going to entice them, which we probably can't, then you're, you're picking up the pieces with, you know, the next best in a way. And I I, I, I don't want to be disparaging to Luke Freeman because he's clearly a player that wants to turn his career around. And I think that's probably going to be our our eternal role, that we are a place where players come to to make a comeback. Maybe maybe that that can happen with him. I don't know. But we're not going to be a a club that contends with the big hitters of the the division in in budget terms. It just doesn't happen like that anymore. It's just not at the moment. We're never going to bring those kinds of resources to the table. So, a top six run is going to be built on other things. I think um, this is what worries me. Um, Neil Harris. I'm not, I don't want to keep mentioning Neil Harris because he's gone, and he, in the end, his football um, reached a kind of a, a failure point. You know, we, he left for a reason. Um, so you, you 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 can only take the kind of um, what should we call it? The kind of cup tie football that 17 game unbeaten run you mentioned, mm. but then. You can only take that so far before you fall back on on skill and guile and being able to think your way through a situation. That's what we're not seeing. We didn't see it last night anyway. We yeah. we had a bit more of a den atmosphere on Saturday. And um, I don't know, I go around in circles on this. I, I, I wonder whether we're planning for more changes over the summertime. I kind of think we have to because these are all short-term deals till May. And then maybe we'll see more action across the, the, the break. I, I'm, I'm hoping so, Angelo. Talking of Neil Harris briefly, Nick, I don't know if you've seen the clips online of, of Neil last night. Um, Gillingham, yeah. yeah. Did you see him celebrating? Well, I've seen images of him doing the kind of fist pump. With yeah, a, you it was know. a bit cringy, if you ask me, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, shocked he, I'm shocked he was doing silly things like that, you know. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, He's been Gillingham-fied already, so... Uh, yeah, he's moved on. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's moved on, yeah. Time moved on, probably, I suppose. From my... Yeah, but, um, yeah I, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what impact Luke Freeman can have. I'm hoping. I'm hoping he brings forward some artistry, because that was crying out last night. I just want to talk about the penalty. I mean, we, we, we dodged a bullet there last night, Angelo. I thought maybe Bart had got a finger to it, but I've seen the, the YouTube reel, which is very thin reel of highlights, listeners. Um, I, th- I thought he maybe touched it onto the post, but I don't think he did. I think it just was, we got lucky. It came off the inside of the post on the way because we wouldn't have got back into that game if we'd gone behind. I, d- I didn't see enough in the, in the side to give us a yeah, shout last night. So we dodged the bullet there, really, didn't we? Yeah. Finish. Yeah, there was a couple of things I wanted to say, Nick, yeah? Go on, yeah. Um, go on. Re- regards, regards Luke Freeman and Oliver Burke, yeah? Um, I, I, one, one of the things I found out through, through my son, he's obviously he's big on social media, 
Oliver yeah. Burke, his girlfriend, um, she's some big star on uh, on, on social media, 1.5 million followers, one of his influencers. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah she, <laughs> apparently she's based in London. Right. So I think that's going to be a great thing because this guy's had a career where he's been moved about a lot and everything. And, and right now he's in London with his girlfriend. I'm one of these believers, I'm one of these believers that if you're happy, you know, if you're happy in your in your life, you're, you're happy at your job, you know. And, yeah, uh, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've got a feeling like him moving out to London, he's got his girlfriend here, you know, it, it might bring the best out of him and he might find a home here. Um, and also with Luke Freeman, um, the guy the guy was born in Dartford, you know. So Yeah, I um, saw that. I didn't know that either. I mean, he's yeah. a local boy, basically. So yeah. that's another good thing. Yeah. Um, with, um I mean, Burke, I, I really like the look of him, Angelo. I think he... Yeah, I, I mean, we didn't see so much of it. There was one moment where he produced a, a something last night and I thought, yeah, there it is again. That What I called the £13 million touch that we saw on... There was a, a movie made on Saturday where it lifted you upwards because you can see why clubs have paid such... You know, big clubs have paid such big money for him. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that that's going to continue. And, and, and that, that's a good point. I didn't, I didn't know about his girlfriend and her influencing yeah. on... On Instagram, so good luck yeah, to him. Yeah, big social on, on media Instagram. star. Yeah, okay. And, 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 yeah, and, and also Luke Freeman. You know, if he if he's born in Darfur, hopefully he's got his family here. And again, he might you know might might bring the best out in him. You know, he hasn't played a lot of football for the for the past year or so. I looked at his stats, uh, Nick. You know, he he's, he scores not that many goals, but he creates right. a lot. Like you know, at Stevenage he had a hundred appearances, Bristol City hundred appearances. QPR hundred appearances, and in all them appearances, he scored between ten and fourteen goals for each club. So, okay, yeah. In regards to scoring, he looks like he's a one in nine man, which is not great. But you know, he's one of these guys that opens up the opportunities for other players. And and mate, we could have done with that last night, you know. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so you know, by all accounts, he's a very, very good player. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't think he's very fast, not very pace, pacey, but. Um, a very, very good creative player. So uh, that, that should be interesting as well. Where do you stand, Angelo, on the Jed Wallace question? Because obviously the, the window's closed now and uh, Jed is now a Millwall player for the, the remainder yeah. of um, the, the season, a few months now. Um, there was talk that we were putting a £9 million price tag on him. Um, don't know if that's true. That's That might be media talk. I don't know. Um, yeah. We've clearly turned away bids, um, most um, notably from, from Forrest. Um, I mean, was that is that was that a good business from the Millwall perspective to retain him for the rest of the season from your side? Do you think, or should we have should we have? To be honest, yeah, to be honest with you, mate, we all love Jeff. We all love Jed. You know, he's been with us a long time. You know, we're not going down. We're not going no. up. So, really, if we could have got two, three, four million, we should have took the money. I think, yeah. Uh, but you never know, Nick. He might stay. He might, you know, we might be able to talk him into signing a contract. I know it's very unlikely, but he's still with us, you know. So, um, but, but, yeah, you know, moving, you know, moving forward, you know, we've got Jed, we've got Oliver Burke, we've got the Daniel Ballard starts training next week, yeah. So he'll be back, yeah. Uh, yeah. We've got Luke Freeman. Um, you know, we've we got Tyler Beery, looks like that he, he might be, he, you know, he might be something for the future, you know. You know, talking about uh, Tyler Beery last night, Nick, you know, he makes these exciting runs and whatever, but I don't know if you noticed it last night, he didn't know where to run. There was a couple of things, that, a couple of instances where he was he was running uh, along the line and he sort of like just stopped 
not knowing whether he sh where he should run, basically, you know. Right. I spotted him on a couple of occasions, and, and my son agreed with me. Um, you know, the guy has got electric pace, and, and I'm one for giving him a shot. I really am, you know. But you can still say he's a, you can still see he's a little bit raw. Uh, needs to yeah. Needs a coaching. Um, but um, but yeah, I think I, he, I, I'm all for him. I think he needs Tyler. What struck me last night particularly is he needs to build confidence. I think you're right. I think he did run out of ideas yeah. where the, the you know the, the very top draw players don't need ideas. They just carry on going towards goal and, and sure. they'll they'll they're prepared with the, the confidence in themselves and they're backing their own ability and they have that certain uh level of level of self belief, whatever way you want to put it, that they'll carry on and you know make make the most of it. I think just that's just the next level for Tyler because I think he's I think he's very talented, and I think he's yeah. got that. He's got all the ingredients, but it's the mental side, the, the willingness to be the person that makes the mistake. I think that's that's where yeah. you, the, Jed Jed took a while to get to that point. I mean, I, he's become it, it, a better player over time, Angelo, isn't he? For that reason, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure mate. But uh, again, Nick, I, I'm 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 one of these guys who I'm, I'm all in. For, you know, I'm all in for giving you for try. I was delighted to put that 15 year old on the bench. You know, he's turned 16 now. I want to see more of him on the bench. You know, I wouldn't be scared to chuck a 16-year-old in. You know, they're, they're, they're saying, you know, he's electric in training. He's fast. He's up the levels, you know, of, of the other guys with, with his pace and, with it, you know, with his work ethic. Give the guy a go, you know. Give yeah, him 15 yeah. minutes here and there, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I'm a strong believer as well, you know. And Gary Rowett said it a few weeks ago. He said, uh, you know, we, we, we want to give you for try, yeah. But, you know, all we... You know, don't just put them on the bench. Actually, put them on the pitch. You know, like yeah, yeah. Let's see them. Yeah, you know, we we might have a gem that you know, because at the end of the day, you've already heard the whispers that Leicester, Brighton, and Rangers are were looking at at Zach Lovelace. Yeah, already, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, give the guy some minutes. He might say, "Well, I'll stay with Millwall because I'm going to get some minutes." I'm getting, you know? you're also, you're getting first team football for which there is no substitute. Oh, no substitute yeah. at all. You know, Man, Man City keep coming down, nicking all our players. They don't play for three, four, five years, mate. You know, because no. you know they, no. you just can't, can you? But if they stay with us, you know, you know, I, I wish Garrett would do that. You know, Bo, Nana Botang was on the bench. Yeah, he brought him on, which I was so happy about. You know, um, you know, this guy, this kid O'Brien, apparently something special. He went, he went, he went to uh, Bromley on loan. It didn't work out for him, but I've heard good reports that he he's he's quite special as well. Um, um, you know, give these kids a go. You know, put one on the bench every single game. It, it, I would anyway, and just you know, if the game, you know, if if not that we normally two three nil up, but you know, give these guys ten minutes or fifteen minutes. Let's see what they can do. You know, uh, I agree. Sure. I suppose it depends, and I don't quite know the answers to, to the, the point I'm going to make now, Angel. I don't, it depends how Gary Rowett sees the remainder of the season. Um, mm. I think you, I think you're right. I don't think we. we, we Forget about the bottom half of the table. I mean, you know that, that that's that's not really a factor. I think Gary Rowett still thinks that we can have a run at sixth spot if this if that side will click. I and mean, one of the repeat points we've made is it's not quite um, firing on all cylinders. But if it does start, then maybe we can get a run of you know two or three wins together. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll have people laughing, you know, in their cars and headphones at the, after last night's showing. But if they can win, string a few results together then six spot is still not totally out of the question i'm i i just wonder whether he still sees that as a possibility for for the campaign i however unrealistic i, I don't know 
But, um, but Nick, like, like Nick, when you look at our fixtures, yeah, we've got Fulham away next Tuesday. Yeah, we've got Cardiff at home. That'll be interesting. Steve Morrison on the sidelines. Um, yes. we, then, yeah, we then got QPR at home, and then we've got Blackburn away. You know, yeah. three out of them four games, mate. You know, if very tough you know, games, oh, very, 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 you know, QPR flying, Blackburn are flying, Fulham are just smashing everybody out of the park. They've scored 79 goals this season, Fulham. We've scored 29, you know. Um, it, 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 it's just like leagues apart. So we're all, you know, I, I, I'm also. I'm a positive guy. You know, if the points are there, you know, let's go for them playoffs. But, you know, realistically, yeah. it's just... We're, we're, it's, it looks like a mountain now to climb. Oh, massive. Yeah, Mount Everest, mate. You know, uh, especially with, the, <laughs> with, 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 with these four fixtures coming up. Okay, we should nick something against Cardiff, but um, at home. Uh, but Fulham, QPR and Blackburn, very, very difficult, Nick. And, and that's three of our, our, our next four games. So... Um, yeah, you know, um we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I think I think next few games, as you say, Fulham, no game this weekend, Fulham next Tuesday. Yeah. Um, next couple of games probably will decide how we approach the remainder of the season. If if indeed it turns out that it's a dead rubber for the season, I'd love to see the young players that you've mentioned. I'd love to see yeah. them being given more more time. But uh, fingers crossed that um we Is get some Morrison gonna get some stick, Nick? Morrison gonna get some stick on the side. <laughs> he'll, he'll get it, whatever you get, but I think it'll be um <laughs> I, I think it'd be I mean I, I think it'd be fundamentally good natured, but he knows what he's gonna get. Yeah. He's been at the day how many years, you know, he knows what he knows yeah. how it works. I think he will get applauded and he'll get get it, you know, and then Yeah, then, he, um, he, listen, Morrison's one of us anyway. He he's like, you know, I couldn't I couldn't really <laughs> You know, give him serious abuse. You not know? serious stick, no, not not yeah, not yeah. Chet, not Chet Evans stick. You know? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you know another interesting thing, Nick, as well, mate? I don't, I don't know if you if you've heard that. You know, Callum Davidson up at St Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's having an absolute nightmare up there at the moment, apparently. Yeah, it's so, not gone well for him lately, is it? No, no. But I would take him back, mate, uh, to to work alongside Rat because I, I thought when they work really well together. You know. Um, well, I do wonder. I do wonder. I mean. <laughs> It's not going well for him up in Scotland, and mm. you know we don't know. We don't know what. This, I think the summertime will be an interesting uh, make or break. Really, I, I don't yeah, think yeah. that Gary Rowett's going to go in a hurry. I mean, there's people talking about letting him go at the end of the season. I don't see the point of that because I still think we are, as we said, a work in progress. But I think he does need he needs someone else besides him, behind beside yeah. him on the bench. And we did see that with Callum. Maybe it'd be. You know, great to see him again. I don't know. Fingers, yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Angelo, it's been wonderful talking to you, mate. I really appreciate yeah, you no. taking time out of your day, mate. Thank yeah, you very no, much. No problem. No problem. And um, hopefully, we'll hear from you again very, very soon. Angelo Miliotto, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem, Nick. Thank you for listening to Aston Media. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. Till next time. Who do you want to watch? Come on, you lions. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.